It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. Well, good Wednesday morning, my friends. How are you? Welcome to Anger 911. I am your host, Janet Pfeiffer. I am the Undoctor of Anger, and thank you so much for joining us today. I have a very special guest. His name is Tommy Maloney, and we're going to be talking about kids, divorce, and blended families. And guess what that all equals? <laughs> Anger! <laughs> if you've ever been in that situation, trust me, it is challenging and you know the divorce rate for blended families is a lot higher than for first families so uh, Tommy's got a lot of great suggestions and tips for us today so we have a little bit of business to take care of but while we're while you're waiting get in touch with all your friends let them know that this is really going to be a great show lots of really really good information Today's show is brought to you by Pfeiffer Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P F. 
E-I-F-F-E-R, Pfeiffer, powerseminars.com, or give us a call at 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. And if you're struggling with some personal issues in your life, you don't need to. I'm also a life coach and I can help you get beyond what is ever holding you back in life. Whatever's causing you any kind of discomfort or challenge, don't struggle with it any longer. Give me a call. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've helped thousands of people. You can give me a call at 973-697-1904 or send me an email at janet at anger911.net and we can set up some sessions. They're one one hour in length. They can be done in person in my office or by phone or Skype from any place in the world. And usually my sessions don't last for a long period of time. It's not like a year or two-year or five-year commitment. We get right to the heart of what's not working for you. Find out why and how to move you beyond that. So don't struggle any longer. Give me a call, 973-697-1904, or send me an email, and we'll get started on that right away. Today's show is also brought to you by Bellamy Tech. If your business doesn't have a website yet, you are losing business. Customers and clients expect businesses to have a website. And if your nephew designed the site, it is time for an upgrade. Either way, Bellamy Tech offers professional web design and maintenance at super affordable prices. So whether you want the simple web presence, which is a single page, the four-page business express, or the full-blown professional presence, Bellamy Tech is your premier choice in web design. Give Amy a call at 973-459-2000. Seven nine one. That's nine seven three four five nine two seven nine one. Or visit her at bellamytech.com. That's b e l l a m y bellamytech.com, where you can check out her designs. She's a great web designer and webmaster. She designs and maintains all of my websites, and she does a fabulous, fabulous job. And I just want to remind you that I currently have an, a ridiculously crazy. Ad promotion going on. If you'd like to advertise your business product or services on my show, you know, Anger 911 is syndicated on iHeartRadio. So not only do we broadcast on W4CY.com, one of the leading internet radio stations in the world, but we are also syndicated now on iHeartRadio. So we have a listener base of over 55 million people worldwide in 195 countries. And everybody's listening to radio on the internet. This is the place to go to do everything and what an inexpensive way to reach the largest number of people right now i have a special going on it's buy one month get two months free this is ridiculous this will never ever ever happen again buy one month get two months free and you can take out as many of those packages as as you want you can get two packages three packages five packages ten packages i don't care get as many as you want it's so ridiculously cheap you don't want to miss out so send me an email at janet at anger 911 and i will send you all the details the offer expires this friday so you only have two more days to take advantage of this and i only have a limited amount of space available so definitely uh send me an email or give me a call on that one. All right, let's get right into today's show. 
Tommy Maloney is a published author, speaker, and dad's coach. And foremost, Tommy Maloney is a dad, a position that is near and dear to his his heart as a father to his 11-year-old son, Connor, but also Tommy's two bonus daughters, Betsy, who's 17, and Becca, age 12. In 2011, Tommy's book, 25 Tips for Divorced Dads, How to Create Special Memories and Grow Your Bonds with Your Children, was published, as well as the kids' coloring book that Becca and Connor wrote, 10 Tips on How to Survive Your Parents' Divorce. Not only does Tommy have a speaking and coaching business, but also along with his wife, Anne, they are certified parenting instructors who help parents add new tools to their toolbox. And they also serve blended families as they make their way through this new transition in life. So I want to welcome my very, very special guest, Tommy Maloney. Hi, Tommy. How are you? Ooh, all right, Janet. Good morning. How are you today? I'm awesome. I'm excited about today's show because I went through a divorce 32 years ago. I now have a blended family, although all of our kids are grown. But I know that this is a real challenge for so many people. And so I am thrilled to have an expert on who's going to share your personal experience as well as some tips that other blended families can use as well. So Hold on, I, hold on, Janet. Janet, you said, hold on, you said expert. Well, I'm going to tell you, I am the undoctor of blended families. How's that, Janet? <laughs> I like that. That works for me. <laughs> well, look, an expert is anyone who has significant amount of knowledge in a particular area, whether it comes from traditional, you know, learning or from life experience. So, yes, if you've had, if you've had life experience in this and if you have found what works for you, then I hold that in high regard. Uh, well, thanks, Janet. You know, let me just say, uh, I don't know if you can tell, I'm super excited to be on your show. 55 million listeners, and I hope, Janet, today we enlighten them to let them know that, guess what, blended families are the next big thing, and it can work, and it will work if you focus on the kids. That is yeah. the number one priority. Yeah, I, and I agree with you on that. And I think too often what happens is the adults are focusing so much on themselves that they forget that there are children here that don't have a clue. They didn't ask to come into this family. You know, they didn't ask to come into the first families, and now they're being thrown into a, a, a blended family, and they have all of these questions and issues and fears and anxieties and and parents very often tend to forget about the needs of the children. We think the kids are resilient. They're just going to adjust, but they don't. They don't. It's very, very difficult for them. It's true. And uh, a little bit of the backstory of, of our family. When my wife and I, Annie, first started dating, we said, all right, we're going to first figure out how we're going to get along. All right. So let's find out likes, dislikes, and like that. And then a month later is when we decided, all right, let's get the kids together. But we both had an understanding that if the kids didn't get along, we can't continue this relationship. Mm -hmm. And again, like I said earlier, you've got to focus on the kids. The kids have to come number one. And so what we did was uh, here in Colorado, there's an outdoor rink. We took the kids ice skating. And I will never forget Janet. And I, cry, I almost cry, I'm almost crying because I'm so happy for this moment. But mm -hmm. 
Uh, my son, Connor, my wife's youngest daughter, Becca, they got on the ice. Becca goes up to my son, Connor, slaps him on the back and says, tag, you're it. I knew <laughs> we were in a, in a perfect relationship. Um, my wife's oldest daughter, Betsy, you know, you know, that's a relationship that, you know, is coming in time. Um, you know, one of, one of the most biggest tips I can give any dads out there is this. Number one, don't come in with it's your way or the highway. Guess mm-hmm. what? The kids are not going to respond to that. Right. And if you're trying to earn respect, it's not going to happen. Number two, let the kids know you are not there to replace their dads. Yeah. You are there to be an encourager. You are there to support. And I've heard too many stories, Janet, through uh, personal uh, relationships where that's what dads do. Mm-hmm. They come in and they lay down the law and yep. you're already creating a, a stressful environment. So, again, don't come in expecting to be, you know, the man of all men. You have to earn that. And the kids, you know, the kids know they're, oh, how do I say it politely? They, they know, they have a radar saying, all right, either you're a good person or an, a bad person. Just like, mm-hmm. just like animals can sense it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and I, I like your suggestion. I, well, I like what you said that that dads, and I think this goes for moms as well, um, really have to earn the respect of their, what you call, and I'm going to let you share this. What do you call your kids? They're, you don't call them your stepchildren. <laughs> what do you call them? We never understood what a stepdad, a stepsister, right. a stepbrother meant. Um, I, I don't remember exactly Janet where I heard it but I fell in love with the with the word bonus so we are the bonus parents this is your bonus sister this is your bonus brother um and even uh sometimes the kids even drop the bonus and they'll actually say this is my sister this is my brother which is is awesome you know what I love about that? Because I don't like that whole phrase, step this. Like, I have, you know, my my in-laws, my husband's father is in his second marriage. And so it's like, what do, what do I even, how do I even refer to this woman? Like, this is my, this is my father-in-law, or this is my stepmother-in-law. It's like, it just, it sounded so ridiculous. And, and I love right. her. She's one of my best friends. I absolutely adore her. She's an, a wonderful, wonderful woman. But I always hated that term step. So when you told me that you refer to them as your bonus kids, this is your bonus family, I thought to myself, how wonderful is that? Because honestly, the way we label each other has a lot to do, it really expresses the way we feel about that person. And step families, step brothers and sisters, step parents has such a negative connotation to it that I think it just automatically almost creates a rift within the family. It's like, okay, so you're not really mine. So I, you know, there's, there's going to be issues between us. Whereas bonus, it's like, wow, this is just like an added, you know, an addition to what I already have. Yeah. And, and you're hundred percent right, Jen. I mean, when we start thinking about the word step parents or step mom, stepdad, you're right. It does have a negative connotation. And, you know, that was the first thing we wanted to build in our family. We want to build uh, a positive energy. We want to be build mm-hmm. a, you know, a happy home because you are, like you are stating earlier, you're taking two, you know, different <laughs> uh, entities and trying yeah. to put them all under one roof. And 
again, like I stated earlier with, you know, with my wife and I, we went ahead and said, if this doesn't work out with the kids, we have to move on because you don't need that added baggage. You don't need that added stress. And so when we came up or when we found out the word bonus, I think that really enhanced our, our not only our marriage, but it also enhanced our family as well. Right, right. You know, many, many years ago, I've been divorced from my first husband for 32 years. So my kids were between the ages of 7 and 12 when that happened. And I found that the younger children kind of adjusted easier to the to their new circumstances than the older kids did. And I didn't start dating for about three years after my marriage ended. And I was dating somebody who had three children who were younger than mine. And it was it was putting so much stress on my family. Again, my younger kids were okay with it. They they welcomed this new guy into the into our family. I mean, he was very funny, very warm, very family oriented, and they loved him. But the two older kids, it was like, oh no, he's not our father. You know, we don't want him around. And we had hoped at some point to get married and, and combine our families. And the two older kids said that if we ever did that, they would move out. And so I, I put everything on hold and I said, you know what, this is going to be too big of a challenge. I said, let's wait until all the kids grow up. And then, you know, and that was like 15 years <laughs> so, until the youngest <laughs> one was 18 and out of the house. We, we put, we were going to put our, our plans to get married on hold. The relationship didn't survive for other reasons other than the children. But when you talk about bringing your children together with your wife's, how old were they at that time? Were the were Connor and uh, Becca were they much younger than they are now? Um, well, Connor and Becca are thank goodness they're only about a year apart. Becca's mm-hmm. uh, one year older than Connor, and so uh, we have nicknamed them the Wonder Twins because they really could be <laughs> brother and sister. Yeah, um, and so it, I, it works out really well. Uh, in, you know, I'm, not, I'm just saying in our in our relationship, it worked okay. out really well that Beck and Connor were, uh, let's see, probably around nine and ten, okay. uh, the two of them, when they first met. And so they have a lot of similar interests. They have, um, you know, again, they're close in age. And, and I agree that it does affect the older ones more because, you know, Betsy, who's now uh, 17, going to be a senior in high school, uh, I, I really do think that it really did uh, affect her a lot harder. Um, but the one thing I will say, Janet, is that when, like, my son was five when uh, his mom and I went through our divorce, and coincidentally, that was the same age that my, when my parents went through divorce, the same age I was. Wow. And I think it's harder, yeah, and so I think it's really hard on younger kids just for the fact that they don't have the communication skills at that point to really okay. express how they feel. And I'll, I'll tell you, Janet, you know, there was a time where uh, Connor, because I'm, I'm still currently that every other weekend dad, but um, there are weekends where I pick him up on a Friday about uh, 6 o'clock, and by 8 o'clock he was right back at his mom's house because he just... He didn't know how to verbalize why he didn't want to be with me. And it wasn't mm. that he didn't want to be with me. He just didn't, again, understand how to communicate what was going on. And 
I'm very blessed that I actually went through the same situation with him. So I, I got it. I was, yes, I was hurt because you know, that was our weekend together. That was yeah. our time. But I understood where he was coming from, and I wasn't going to force him to stay with me. And, you know, there's probably two schools in that. You know, some, some people are going, well, you should have forced him to stay. And, and no, I mean, that's, that's not good. And that's not going to create, you know, a happy environment. And I really do believe, Janet, because of what I learned at a young age really benefited me going through my divorce with my son. Well, Tommy, could you take a minute and share that with our listeners? Because, again, I just find it really interesting that you and Connor were both the same age when you went when your parents split up. But what did you learn as a five-year-old um, in terms of, of dealing with all those emotions? And, 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 I, and I understand that as children, you know, we get a lot of our security. Well, we get all of our security, really, from our family unit. And when that disintegrates, there's such a sense of of anxiety and uncertainty about, you know, what's going to happen to me. Because I remember when I went through my divorce, my kids, one of my kids said to me, well, are we ever going to see daddy again? And I said, yes, of course you are. I said, you know, I mean, he didn't move away. He lived like 10 miles away from our house. But another child also thought that, my my oldest one is is a boy, and he was 12 years old at the time. And so my youngest one thought that now he was going to become the father. And I said, no, you still have a father. I said, he just doesn't live in the same house with us anymore. He lives someplace else, but he's still your father, and you will still see him. So there's a lot of stuff that goes through children's minds, a lot of questions. And if they don't verbalize those, if they don't express them, then how do we know how to handle it? You know, how do we know how to help them? So what did you learn from your experience going through a divorce as a young child that you were then able to share with Connor? Well, number one, I learned uh, what not to do. Okay. And what I mean by that is um, my dad and I, we have a great relationship. I mean, it, it took, honestly, Jen, it took it took years to, to really establish. I mean, mm-hmm. my mom and dad were young uh, when they got married. And, you know, my dad still, I mean, we lived in Chicago, and my dad still wanted to be that single guy and, uh, you know, have no no real attachments. And so I yeah. learned what not to do. And what I mean by that, Janet, is that the difference between when my folks got divorced and when I got divorced is that I wanted to stay connected with my son. And so I put every effort I could to make sure that, you know, like you were saying, you know, the dad isn't living in the house anymore. However, um, I honestly, what I did was I, I broke out a, a notepad because at the time of my divorce, Janet, I was traveling for work 100%. So mm-hmm. I had to figure out how, how do I stay connected with Connor when I'm not there? And so I kind of learned things through my dad of, again, of things of what not to do. And so I kind of uh, reverse engineered it and said, all right, what do I need to do? So as I was traveling, the first thing I would do is as soon as I got off the plane in the airport, I would go right to the uh, bookstore and get uh, five postcards for the week. And I'd always mail Connor uh, postcards. Oh, um, wow. Call, I love I call that. Him. I mean, it's just simple. And, and here's the here's and I'm a huge Star Wars fan, Janet, so I, I hope I'm not alienating any of your listeners, but <laughs> I call it the Jedi mind trick. And what I mean by that is it was right around the time that Connor was first learning how to read. 
And so it was not only was he seeing visually where daddy was, uh-huh. but then letting him know what was going on. And I really felt that that was how we connected on a weekly basis. And on top of that, I called him every night. Now, did I uh-huh. talk to him every night? No. There are times where I got the answering machine. Mm-hmm. But again, I would leave a message letting him yeah. know, hey, daddy still loves you. And so things like that I learned. But the biggest, I'll tell you honestly, one of the biggest things I learned from my dad, and I'm so blessed that he did this, he would, if we were um, taking a field trip to downtown Chicago from the suburbs, he would chaperone. And I'll never forget those times, Janet. So when I would get emails from uh, Connor's teacher saying, hey, we need volunteers, I would put work on hold, and I would make sure I was one of the first, not only first parents, one of the first dads to sign up uh, wow. to chaperone. And so to, to answer your original question, what I learned from a young age was how to stay connected with my son even when you're not in that household. I think I think that is absolutely probably the best single thing that a divorced parent can do for their child is to maintain that connection in whatever way. And, you know, in, in today's world, there's no excuse for people, for parents not being connected to their children. I mean, between phones and, and emails and Skype and all this other stuff, there's always a way to connect with your children um, and to do so on a daily basis because that really is what our children need. Even when they get older, even when they become preteens and teens, they still need that connection because every single time we connect to them, it says to them, I'm thinking about you, I care about you, I love you. And that's what kids need the most from their parents is to know that they are valued and they are, are cared about, you know, as much, even though there's distance between them, that, there is, that they're not being forgotten or, or, you know, displaced in any way. So I think of all the suggestions that anybody could offer any parent going through a divorce, I think the one that you just gave our listeners is the most valuable, is to find a way of staying connected every single day. And I love the idea about postcards uh, because nobody uses them anymore, <laughs> you know. And I Yeah, and I was yeah, just going to say, you're, and you're right, and you're right, Janet. Nobody uses them anymore, but, oh, my gosh, my son tells me he still has them. Yep. How cool is that? Yeah, and, and that shows how much it means to the child. And I will tell you, when one of my children was 16 years old, uh, she wanted to go live with her father. She and I had had an argument, and she decided she was going to go live with her father. And so she went, she lived with him for 14 months, and she really didn't want to have anything at all to do with me. But And we didn't have cell phones back then. So I would mail her cards, and I would just put in the card thinking about you today, hope that you're having a beautiful day. And I would just write like a little note, but nothing like, call me, I miss you, blah, 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 just mm-hmm. to let her know I was thinking about it. But I never heard from her. After 14 months, she moved back home. And when I was helping her unpack her suitcase, all of those cards fell out. And I went. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. 
many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Kept them. And she said, yeah, mom. She said, she said, you don't know how much it meant to me to know that I was still very much a part of your life. You know, so it's that that connection, that daily connection is absolutely critical for our children. We're going to take a quick break. Um, take care of some commercial business, and we will be right back with our very special guest, guest, Tommy Maloney. Today's show is brought to you by Pfeiffer Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P-F. E-I-F-F-E-R, Pfeiffer, PowerSeminars.com. Or give us a call at 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. According to Dr. Mehmet Oz, energy therapy is the most important alternative therapy of all alternative therapies. Quantum Wellness Centers offers energy and sound therapy to their clients through the use of quartz crystal singing bowls. The vibrations which the bowls emit balance the energy balance the body and initiate healing. Sound therapy is beneficial in maintaining optimum health and is used to treat ailments from depression and anxiety to all forms of cancer. Not available for a private session? Order a healing music CD and experience the benefits of sound therapy in your own home. For more information, visit quantumwellness.org. That's quantumwellness.org. Or call 973-383-8022. That's 973-383-8022. Start your week with high energy, motivation, and inspiration with host Nancy Ferrari of The Nancy Ferrari Show with featured guests discussing topics on how to live a healthy, vibrant life with clarity. The Nancy Ferrari Show airs live every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Nancy invites you to join her online or by calling into the show where you will connect, evolve, and discover all that is possible. You can listen to replays on Saturday and Sunday, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Log on and listen to The Nancy Ferrari Show on W4CY.com. And I just want to remind you to take advantage of our special advertising rates on Anger 911 Radio. We have a special going on right now. It expires this Friday, so you want to give me a call or send me an email right away. 
Uh, it's buy one month, get two months free. This this is ridiculously cheap. I mean, I will never, ever repeat this offer again. So you can buy as many packages as you want. You can buy one package where you get three months of advertising for the cost of one. You can buy two packages where you get six months for the cost of two. The more you buy, the more you save. So definitely send me an email at Janet at Anger911.net and take advantage of this right now. Again, this offer expires this Friday july oh i'm sorry june 12th uh june 12th and will not be repeated ever 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 again and if you would like to have your own radio show this is a great station to have your own show w4cy.com is a leader in internet radio and it's so affordable it's so easy it's so much fun what better way to get your message out there, to let people know who you are. It's not just about what what you're selling or what you can do for them. It's about knowing who you are because people will do business with people who they know and trust. And when you have your own show, you build a relationship with your listeners. So if you'd like to have your own radio show on W4CY.com, definitely send me an email, give me a call, and I will give you all of the particulars to that as well. And I want to remind you, too, that I have a contest going on right now. (laughs) I'm giving away three free copies of my latest book, The Secret Side of Anger, for the entire month of June. If you go to my Facebook page, Anger 911 Radio, and post your best suggestion for managing, expressing, or healing your anger, I will pick out of all of the suggestions the three top ones that I think are the best and you will win a free copy of my latest not my latest book but The Secret Side of Anger Volume 2, okay, the second edition was just released, so you will receive a copy of that. And make sure that while you're on my website, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com, you pick up a copy of The Secret Side of Anger and my latest book, The Great Truth, Shattering Life's Most Insidious Lies That Sabotage Your Happiness, along with the revelation of life's sole purpose. Both of these books have gotten rave reviews. They are changing people's lives. So you definitely want to take advantage of that and pick up a couple of copies because you know what? They make awesome gifts. They're so inexpensive. They're $13 and $16 respectively. I mean, really, that's just like ridiculously cheap and they have the potential to change someone's life. So don't buy your father another tie for Father's Day because God knows he doesn't need it. (laughs) Pick up a copy of The Secret side of anger and or the great truth and give him that instead pick it up for for your niece and nephew who are graduating from high school or college or your friends who are getting married these are wonderful 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 gifts okay let's get back to today's topic kids divorce and blended families equals anger and my very special guest tommy maloney tommy you were talking about um you know your experience of going through a, your parents' divorce when you were five and then the fact that Connor was five when uh, you and his mother split up. How do you help your children when they're angry or stressed out or, or afraid about something related to the divorce? Have you found any effective ways of helping them navigate through all those emotions? It was funny. Uh, last night before I... Uh nodded off to sleep, I started thinking more and more about uh, that type of question, uh, how did, about anger, and something that came to my mind was, um, years ago, I had written a blog about uh, my anger, 
And one of the things I, I learned from a long time ago was uh, watching and reading Zig Ziglar, and he always talked about setting goals. And one of the things he talked about related to goals was you need to set a goal for your downtime. And I really wish I had thought about that more. And so one of the things that uh, I, again, wish I had done was set a goal on how long I was going to be angry. And a lot mm. of people say, well, you, you, you can't control that. And I, and I somewhat disagree because what I should have done after my divorce was say, you know what, I'm going to be down for this amount of time. And then after that, I'm going to pick myself back up. Mm-hmm. And so with, with Connor, like I was saying earlier, because he was so young when he went uh, through the divorce and he didn't have the communication skills, yeah, there was a lot of times where it was him just screaming. And I, I got it. I understood. He just didn't have the words to verbalize how he felt. And so in those situations, Janet, you know, it's just those times where you just, I guess the best way to describe it is just let him vent. And yeah. that was his way of venting. And what happened was he and I went through about, oh, gosh, about a, a three-month period of that where, like I was stating earlier, pick him up on a Friday and he was back at his mom's house that Friday evening. And one day he and I went for a walk. We were in the park and sat down and, you know, he gave me that, that talk that you hear a lot of times from kids saying, I wish you and mom were back together. I wish we were a family again. And, you know, it tears your heart out that you're hearing this, but you have to kind of, put in in a positive way, and that was, you know, at, at that time, um, my former wife was dating somebody. She was happy, and that's how you have to kind of relate it to the kids is that, you know, even though we're not, you know, a family under one roof, we're, we still love you. We still mm-hmm. are here for you, and so when he had those moments, um, those three months of moments, all of a sudden, Janet, after that, I don't want to say it was after that talk, but something changed in him. And I don't know what it was, and I, I don't want to think about what specifically how he changed. And he was, I like to say, back to his normal self. And so, again, the bottom line I, I've, I've um, seen is you just got to let him vent. You just got to let him, you know. Yeah, and you know, as best I, I they think. Can. Yeah, I think that's a great suggestion. And at that age, because they don't have the skills to verbalize how they're feeling, sometimes you just have to let them scream or cry or or throw a tantrum. I I went through that with one of my my sons as well. He was probably about, I think he was about nine or ten years old at the time. And he would rage for about two or three hours. And I mean, just about anything. It was like things that didn't even make any sense. And then he would just collapse uh, in my arms and he would sob and sob and sob. And he would say, I'm so angry with daddy for leaving, but I can't tell him. And I said, that's okay. I said, as long as you get, because he was directing the anger at me. 
and uh, and and that was okay. I understood. He just didn't know how to tell me what was really bothering him until he finally just let it all out. And I and I think that that's really important for our younger children. I think not so much for the older ones because they have to learn an appropriate way of expressing their anger. But still, we have to let them be as angry as they are and not tell them, you know, it's not okay for you to, to you know, be angry and yell and scream like you can't do that. We have to acknowledge that what they're feeling is valid for them and they have a right to those feelings and then help them. Like you said, you know, how long do you want to stay angry? Find a way of moving beyond that as well. Yeah. Um, and one thing you brought up was that the fact that, you know, your son was venting to you. The reason why is the kids are going to vent to the parent they're more comfortable with. And so in that situation, Janet, they were more comfortable with you. And so that's that's a good thing. I mean, it's a very good thing. And so, again, with with uh, especially the younger kids, it's hard for them. They, they don't understand at that age. I mean, like you said a while back, you know, here's dad leaving. Well, where's dad going? Am I ever going to see dad again? Now, those are the same feelings I felt. I mean, I'll never forget, Janet, the day... I, I was there. I watched my dad leave, and I didn't want to do that to my son. I didn't want him to see dad leaving. And the reason why is that uh, our kids are going to be more comfortable venting to the parent they're most comfortable with. Yes. You know, one of the things I, I look at, I didn't want my son to go through the same drama that I went through, and that was I was there the day my dad left. I watched him leave. And like you were saying towards the beginning of the show, is that with your kids, you know, is this the last time I'm seeing my dad? Where's dad going? Yeah. You know, all those things. And so I did not want that to happen. And the quick story was it was a Sunday when uh, my former wife said to me, I want a divorce. And I'm like, I, 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 one of those moments, like, yeah. um, um, because I was leaving the next day for business. And when I was coming back, I had to figure out where to live and all oh, that. Uh-huh. But, again, all I cared about was I didn't want my son to see me leave in that aspect. I wanted him to understand I was still there for him. And, I, you know, I, I'll admit I had made tons of mistakes when, I, when this happened. Uh, the biggest mistake I made, Janet, was... Uh, that first Christmas, I was too embarrassed to spend time with him because I was like, I failed as a dad. I failed as a husband. Oh. And I just I just couldn't handle that first Christmas. So I I kind of escaped and I went to uh, stay with my, my mom and bonus dad because I just couldn't face that holiday, which is supposed to be a festive holiday, and it's like I said earlier, I really wish I had listened to the words of Zig Ziglar and set a goal saying, be down, but set a, a limit mm-hmm. and start building yourself back up. Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, again, that was probably one of the biggest mistakes I made was not being there that first Christmas with him. Right, right. Well, Tommy, we are just about out of time. Could you give our listeners, if, if you could give them one piece of advice for how to handle blending two families together, what would that be? 
I would definitely say what I said earlier, and that is don't come into a, a new household trying to be the alpha. Um, everybody's got to earn that respect and and learn how to uh, bond with each other. So that would be the biggest piece of advice. It's not your way in the highway. It's a team effort, really. Wow. I love that, Tommy. Thank you so much. Now, I know you have a book that you've written and Connor and Becca have written a book for kids. Can you tell our listeners how to get in touch with you and how to get copies of those books? Sure. Uh, Connor and Becca wrote a coloring book called 10 Tips on How to Survive Your Parents' Divorce. And then my book, 25 Tips for Divorced Dads, How to Create Special Memories and Grow Your Bonds with Your Children. Those books are available on our website at Tommy Maloney, that's M-A-L-O-N-E-Y, international.com, so Tommy Maloney, international.com. And you you also can connect with me on Facebook at Tommy Maloney International. Um, Please reach out to me, especially dads. You know, if you need somebody to talk to and vent with, I do uh, dads coaching, and that phone number is area code 303-263-3118. Again, it's 303-263-3118. And before we go, Janet, I just want to give a shout-out. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there and moms, and moms as well who've had to do both roles, so... Happy Father's Day to everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Tommy, thank you so much. This was a great show. Again, sorry for the glitch, uh, but we're both pros, and thank God for our (laughs) engineer, Chad, who always comes through for me. So we will definitely have you back again, Tommy. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Janet. Yes, and thank Chad. You rock, my brother of another mother. Okay. Have a happy Father's Day, my friend. Thank you, Janet. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back. Don't go away because I have 10 tips that I want to share with you um, at how you can help your children navigate their new life circumstances if you've gone through a divorce. Today's show is brought to you by Michael J. DiNardo, who's been amazing audiences for more than three decades with his vocal genius. His seasoned voice has been heard from Las Vegas to the Atlantic City casinos. Michael has performed with the New York Big Band, performed in the movie Wise Guys with Danny DeVito, and has recorded dozens of songs available on CD. This acclaimed singer, dubbed Better Than Sinatra, richly embodies the Big Band era. Michael is available for corporate events, holiday parties, birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, New Year's Eve, or any other event that you want to make a memorable one. So check out Michael's website at jerseysinger.com. That's jerseysinger.com. Or you can check him out on YouTube. Just search for Michael J. DiNardo. That's D-I-N-A-R-D-O, Michael J. DiNardo. And you can listen to dozens of his songs that he's posted up there. And while you're on YouTube, check out my first music video. Just search for Janet Pfeiffer, God's Way. It's a my rendition of a Frank Sinatra classic, and it's uh, an expression of how I choose to live my life. So check it out, Janet Pfeiffer, God's Way. And I just want to remind you, too, to take advantage of my special advertising rate. It's only available for two more days. It expires on June 13th. So you definitely want to take advantage of it. It's buy one month, get two months free. And you can buy as many of those packages as you want. It's super, super affordable. 
Uh, um, Anger 911 is syndicated on iHeartRadio, so we have a listener base of 55 million people. Super affordable way to, to get your message out there to the largest number of potential new clients. So take advantage of it now. But you got to send me an email today at Janet at Anger911.net, and I will send you all of the terms and conditions. All right, we've been talking about kids, divorce, and blended families, and the anger that's connected with all of that. So I want to share with you 10 tips that parents can use to help their children navigate their new life circumstances. The first one is, and Tommy and I talked about this, is really to encourage open communication with your children. And, and this is critical. It's, it, you know, if you have a young child who doesn't verbalize well, it's okay if, you know, if they cry or they scream or they throw a tantrum, they have to get those emotions out. But as your children get older, teach them effective ways of verbalizing what it is they're feeling. And remember at all times that people have to be respectful of one another. So yes, be truthful, but also be respectful. Secondly, help them to identify the root cause of their anger. We've spoken about this in, in prior shows. This is what my book, The Secret Side of Anger, is all about. Anger is a symptom. All anger comes either from hurt, fear, or frustration. So if your child is angry or upset, ask them what they're really feeling. Are you feeling hurt? Did somebody say something hurtful to you? Are you frustrated? Are you worried about something? Help them to get to the root of their anger and then assist them in healing those emotions. And I go through all of the steps as to how you can do that in the secret side of anger. The third suggestion is be solution oriented. I'm, this is critical. It's one thing to express how you feel, but you have to at some point move beyond that and find solutions. So ask your children to come up with ideas, creative ways of improving each of the situation and encourage them to be a part of the solution. Number five is, and this one Tommy talked about also, never force a relationship between the biological child and their new family. It's really critical to allow these relationships to unfold naturally. Don't expect them to love the other people or embrace them as you do. Just expect respect. For now, that's enough. Just expect that everybody shows respect to one another and be happy and content with that for now. Uh, number four, encourage all parties to be fair-minded, realistic, understanding, and patient in their expectations of one another. These are critical components, being fair-minded, realistic, understanding, and patient. The next suggestion is to allow each child to maintain their own friendships, their own personal space, their interests, etc., outside of their new family. Very often, Parents are so excited about getting everybody together. We're all going to be one big happy family. We're all going to do things together. You need to allow your children to maintain their individual lives, their own friendships, interests, whatever. Give them their personal space and then also encourage some time together as, as a blended family as well. Number seven is never compare your new family members to your original family and vice versa. You never want to say, well, you know, my son would never do that. Why does your son do that? Never, ever, ever. Every member of these families are unique and individual, and you need to remember that. Number eight, be certain to, to schedule enough alone time with your biological children while balancing time together as a blended family. You still need that individual time alone with your child so that they get that personal one-on-one -on -one attention from you. 
Number nine is never, ever badmouth the other parent or speak unkindly about them. It's critical that you support a healthy relationship between the children and their biological parents. That's absolutely critical. And then one of the things that Tommy does, which I just think was brilliant, referring to his family as bonus family, his bonus kids, I think we need to choose alternative labels and affectionate labels for our new family members. Bonus children sounds so much warmer than stepchildren, doesn't it? It just has such a nicer connotation. So when a parent says, these are my bonus children, well, imagine how that makes a child feel, like they're something special, that they're welcome, that they're appreciated for who they are. So your choice of words is really critical. So I just want to, you know, remind you to, you know, let your children know that should they choose to love their extended family, that they're not being disloyal to their original family either, because that's really important. The more people we have in in our lives to love and who love us in return, the better it is. You know, love isn't measured in inches or ounces. There aren't limited amounts to be rationed out, and there's no expiration date. So just encourage, encourage a loving relationship between all parties. And be very, very careful with your expectations because unmet expectations are the root of all anger. So expect less, allow the new relationships to unfold naturally, accept more, be grateful for every small step, and reward each one of those with recognition. Um, just, you know, be a really skilled craftsman in constructing your new family unit, because when you construct with care, you're building something that will last a lifetime. Wow. We are out of time again. I'm so happy that you spent this time with us. Thank you so much for being a part of today's show. I want to thank my very special guest, Tommy Maloney. Don't forget to go to his website, TommyMaloneyInternational.com. Pick up a copy of of his books. I'm going to get them because I have a family member right now who's going through a divorce. And I'm going to get those books for my family member. So I want to wish you all a very, very beautiful, peaceful, blessed week to all the dads out there and the moms who fill the roles of dads. Have a very, very happy Father's Day and we'll see you back here next week for another great show. Bye-bye. Forever, forever worship you. I can only imagine, yeah. I can only imagine. Surrounded by your glory, one will my heart feel when I dare. To my knees will I fall, will I sing hallelujah, will I be able to speak at all, I can only imagine, yeah, I can only imagine. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.